everyone. Thanks for joining this episode of For Your Benefits. I'm Megan Henry, Director of Marketing for Century Health, and we're the creators of Well On My Way, a turnkey employee health and well-being solution. We recently hosted a webinar with Matt Doctorow, Century Health's SVP of Analytics, where he talked about how digital health and well-being programs are at an advantage over traditional programs when it comes to data collection, analysis, and action. He also discussed how using health and well-being analytics can create positive outcomes, ROI, and VOI. We thought this information was so valuable that we wanted to make it available to you as a podcast episode. So here it is. What we're going to do today is discuss how we, as Century Health, use analytics. So we'll start with identification. The goal is to determine the individual's risks, needs, and goals. We primarily reduce inefficiencies by being proactive. Instead of trying to tackle the entire employee population, let's start with the employees and the family members that have the largest potential for health improvement and cost savings. If you look at the top 5% of individuals or family members, uh, they're typically responsible for about 50% of the claims. So for example, you have a company with a thousand individuals on their health plan. Top 5% would represent 50 people. Those 50 people out of a thousand would make up about half of the medical and pharmacy claims. We want to focus on those with chronic conditions because typically they have many comorbidities. If they have diabetes, they typically have hypertension, hyperlipidemia, uh, possibly depression, uh, obesity, et cetera. So uh, it's an important part to manage those chronic conditions, both those that have been diagnosed and those that we are predicting with our risk models to develop those chronic conditions. We want to focus on brand name drugs and find uh, where generics are available, but they're not being used. Those are easy savings. Uh, and then specialty drugs. There's a lot of programs to help reduce the cost of these very high cost specialty drugs, but the employees are not going to find those. We as an organization have to do that for them. So we will help you do that. Preventative care. We want to know, are the employees and their family members visiting the dentist, uh, having their uh, preventive cares for mammograms, uh, PAPs, uh, vision tests, etc. So we will tell the system tells us which members have not been getting those preventative tests and exams. The risks and interests expressed in the what we call the health risk assessment. It's a self-assessment that each member will take, where they self-identify. Uh, what they believe are concerns. So if they answer those questions to lead us to determine that they have a risk financially or they're at risk through their mental health, say through depression, uh, we'll pick up on that through the data and target our activity towards those, those folks. Frequent flyers, those are people that are at high cost year after year. So if you see somebody have high cost in one year, 
and then the next year it goes down. You know, maybe it was just a, a one-time incident. But if you're seeing people with year-over-year -year very high claims, that's somebody that is a different story that we want to uh, dig in and see how we can help lower the claims costs, improve their health. Some people think if you have zero claims, that's a good thing. To me, it's not. To me, it means those members, employees are not getting their preventative uh, exams and tests. So if you're not going to get your teeth cleaned uh, twice a year, for example, uh, you're likely to have teeth problems, uh, dental problems down, down the road. So we want to point those out and be able to determine or direct certain campaigns towards those people. We'll also communicate on general health and well-being topics to individuals that don't fall into any of these categories so that everyone in the population is receiving communications throughout our engagement. The second agenda item was the targeting of their members. And the goal is to provide individually focused guidance and recommendations for action. So we must personalize the communications in order to maximize the member engagement. Preferences. We need to learn each individual's preferences to make it as easy as possible for continual communication. How each person wants to be engaged. For some people, that's email. For some people, that's phone. For some people, that's text or in-app messaging. Uh, so for every person is different. We want to determine that, record that, and have the system help us remember the best way to communicate with each member. We want to leverage the data to personalize the communications and recommendations for action. So if a member is diabetic, then we would want to personalize messages about diabetes to that particular member, but to other members, they're not going to get that message because it's not pertinent. And the information in that case on diabetes, we're going with the system will automatically send information, educational materials on diet and exercise, for example. We want to track their platform activity, track their user clicks in our system so we can learn what they are interested in and we can target our messaging accordingly. On the other hand, we can determine who's not using a platform program, but needs to be using it. So for example, if you have a, someone who's a diabetic and they're not using our specialty uh, partner program called OneDrop that is for diabetes and hypertension, we need to know that. So we can communicate outreach and try and convince them of the positives of using that particular program. And then when necessary, a physical connection by a human. We have coaches and clinicians that will add to that digital targeting to bring in that next level when it's actually needed. Next, we'll talk about the engagement. How do we engage individual members? We can identify them now through the data we can target them, but if they're not responding, then they're not getting anything out of this platform. So the goal is to raise 
health literacy and healthy behaviors through individually focused engagements. We've identified individuals again, we've targeted, targeted them for communications. Now we have to engage them to raise their health literacy and to motivate meaningful action. Using machine language and artificial intelligence, we can engage individuals digit digitally using data to determine the subject, the method, and the frequency of personalized engagements. Health coaches are available as needed by individuals, but we need to engage health coaches for the highest acuity patients or the most complex based on advanced analytics. The analytics can drive the employer engagement from the employer side. For example, the employer will be able to see uh, in aggregate that there's 150 diabetic employees but they're not gonna be able to identify those employees. We don't share that information with them. But if they know that diabetes or hypertension are very high within their employee population, then they can do things on their side. For example, uh, schedule brown bag lunches, lunch and learns with you know a health topic speakers. So that's one reason that we share that information with the, uh, with the employer. Another example might be if we can find, if we find prescribers, uh, physicians that prescribe uh, brand names, but not generic drugs, employer would want to know that. So the next time they put their network together, they can exclude that physician if at all possible. Then once we're engaging the individuals, we need to reward the individuals encourage meaningful action and reward success. So we motivate action and then we celebrate success with rewards. We'll work with each individual employer to determine the rewards that will work best with their employees. The recognition is relational. Showing appreciation is motivating. If you look at HR studies, it's very obvious that one of the things that most employees want is appreciation. They want to be appreciated for working hard. Uh, that comes up time and time again in surveys. This is one way that we can get them to engage is by rewarding that particular behavior. Foster healthy competition. So we can, we as a company, Century Health can create competitions for example, obese members or those with diabetes or whatever it is uh, to encourage action. Uh, so those challenges, through those challenges, we're trying to increase their engagement and make them healthier uh, at the same time. The types of rewards we're talking about are premium discounts, uh, plan time off in some cases, uh, gift cards, apparel. It's really up to the employer as to what rewards they want to give, and we will help keep track of those particular uh, members. And then the last stage is measuring. We need to know if we're improving. We need to know uh, if the cost of 
of the healthcare, the claims are going down year to year. And the, and the claims we refer to as the return on the investment, if you look at the claims savings compared to what the employer is spending on the program, VOI is more about the value of investment. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. So the purpose is to make sure, again, that we're achieving our desired outcomes. Data is used, again, to measure the success and rewards must be timely. So by doing this digitally, we'll be able to identify, create challenges, and reward those that respond in a timely manner. Success, though, is not only quantitative, as I mentioned before. Uh, improving the quality of life is crucial to attaining company goals. So yes, it's about saving the company money through lowering their claims, but it also leads to healthier employees, which means those employees are less likely to be absent, are more likely to be productive, are less likely to leave the program, leave the company. So what we want to do is use those historical HR metrics from the years prior to them, you, the company using our platform, and compare that to the first year and subsequent years on our platform. We believe that there's a high correlation between the members that use our platform and that are engaged and those that stick around more productive again uh, and less absentee, for example. So the return on investment, again, that's easy to calculate using claim dollars. The value on investment is a little more difficult, but we should include those types of HR metrics when looking at the value. One thing I'll mention is to just to be ensured that your formula for your metrics are consistent from year to year. Because if I say, how do you calculate turnover? There's, you know, five companies can do it five different ways. There's not a, a there's probably a one that's used predominantly, but you can't take that for granted. So you got to make sure that their formulas are consistent from year to year. So we can lower the claims again, but the icing on the cake is that we're going to help them improve their HR metrics and have a more healthy, productive staff. Digital health and wellness programs have an advantage over traditional programs when it comes to data collection, analysis, and action. Through the power of information, each employee's health and wellness journey can be customized to drive maximum engagement. Tracking who is participating, how much they're participating, when they're participating, and more can help identify program element elements that drive the greatest engagement, as well as those that need to be tweaked. So to summarize, this is what our platform, Well On My Way, uh, brings to the, to the table of wellness programs. Number one, we can determine which individuals will benefit from specific recommendations and actions, or determine which benefits are most likely to benefit from specific recommendations and actions. So that's what we're talking about is determining 
uh, who, and then figuring out how to communicate with them, and then having those messages spread out so to not overwhelm the employee. But let's start with the areas where we can make the biggest difference first. We've created pre predictive models for 22 chronic conditions. So for those people that have not been diagnosed with a particular condition, what is their likelihood of developing that condition? So if we know that, and we know that these 50 people are at high risk for developing diabetes, it's for us to contact them and help them understand what they need to do in order to not move across that line. The dashboards are for reporting. So we have three level dashboards. The first is a client-facing dashboard. And as I mentioned, that's the summary of the population health. There's no individual identifying data. And, they, for, and to, to go one step further, if the number of employees falls below the number 10, we won't even show that data because in some cases, if there was one uh, member showing on the dashboard, you know, they could potentially figure out who that one person is, and we don't want that to happen. So anything where there's less than 10 uh, members will just show a blank and not show that particular number. The participant level, participant-facing dashboards are for us as a company, where if we know we want to target the top 5%, we could click with one click and identify who by name those top 5% members are, or who are the people that are not getting their dental exams, who are the people that have diabetes. Uh, so we can target them very easily and pull up the list by going down to the participant level. So that's for, again, us as a company to help drive healthier populations. And then Century Health, we have a summary dashboard that looks at all of our clients' data. So we know over uh, 20 companies, for example, we have 150,000 lives represented in our database. And the average for blue-collar jobs, uh, the average spend per employee is X. For white-collar jobs, it's Y. Or... For small companies, it's A, and for big companies, it's B. So we want to be able to compare each company with uh, benchmarks, uh, and those benchmarks will be as comparing apples to apples as much as we can in this particular case. We also want to measure success through key performance indicators. So we will be doing that on, on our end as well. We believe, and the data is showing that there's a high correlation between program engagement and healthy outcomes. So uh, we want to find out who are the employees that are using this platform, who are the family members that are using this platform, and we'll be able to compare their outcomes, healthy versus not, to those that, that don't. And then lastly, we need to calculate at the end of the year, the return on investment or the value on investment in order to uh, show that our program is making a difference. In the way of what's in the future, 
we will continue to uh, advance machine language and artificial intelligence within our platform. There's no limit on where that can go. But right now, we're focused on other things. But that's going to be doing a lot of the things that typically we would have to do manually. The computer is going to be doing it and doing it better than a person can do it. Uh, we're going to incorporate new partner program information into our predictive models. So if we have a program on diabetes or you have a program uh, specifically for hypertension, we want to bring that information that we can pull from that partner program into our models. Right now it's based on our medical claims, our pharmacy claims, and the health risk assessment. And then lastly, we want to uh, add individual HR metrics into the predictive models because I believe if we can pull those in and say and see over the last two years how many sick days, who left the job, uh, how many employees had less than two sick days, I believe those are going to be predictive in certain ways for particular outcomes as well. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of For Your Benefits. If you'd like to learn more, please visit our website at www.centuryhealth.com. And if you like what you heard today and you want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We'll continue to keep you on the cutting edge of what's happening in the world of health and well-being. Thanks for joining us.